Well, spoilers for a show that came out 10 years ago. Spoilers! Sorry, besties! God, Emily, how, you're spoiling this show I've seen like 12 times. How dare you? Sabrina. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Anubis Backwards Podcast. Today, we are recapping House of Evidence, House of Genius. Um, for housekeeping, first off, happy birthday to Natalia Ramos, who plays Nina. Ellen, her birthday is July 3rd, so happy birthday to her, and happy 4th of July to all of our American listeners. Also, happy birthday to Gwyneth Powell, who plays Grant. Her birthday is July 5th. No one's birthday here. Nina, I wish that either Natalia or Gwyneth's birthday was July 4th, because Nina and Grant are our favorite Americans. That's for Katie and Eddie. <laughs> so good. Um, we are now officially halfway through season two. That's wild. So we have a Tumblr as of this morning. Brunner, do you want to tell them what it is? Yeah, so I finally made us a Tumblr, um, so you can check us out. It's just anubisbackwards.pod.tumblr.com, um, so we'll probably just start posting episodes there and maybe reblogging some old gift sets and things, maybe stuff related to the episodes, maybe cringy stuff from our pasts from 2012 if we're feeling it, and then there's an ask box there, so you can ask us questions and stuff. I know people slide into my asks on my personal Tumblr a lot, so this way if you want to talk to all of us, that's an option. And yeah, I, I gotta like play with it still, but I might kind of turn it into a website for us and just have like all of our links there and make it like Ooh. a homepage for the podcast. So yeah, go follow us if you're on Tumblr. Also, um, very un- happy Netty week, everybody. Emily's about to quit the podcast before we even start <laughs> recording. Um, surprisingly, we have nothing to do with this. We, we did have nothing not to do with this, guys. Someone on Twitter declared it Netty Week, and we were like, "Okay, it wasn't us, I promise." As Vic said, Netty Week should be in August. So I'm I'm canceling Netty Week. It's not this week. We can have it in August. We can have it the week where I'm not around the internet because I'm gonna be too busy. (laughs) Well, thank you. Good night. Sabuna Source and I don't know who else declared it Netty Week this week. And you know what? I made a brand new gift for the occasion. Yeah, and I think you're all wrong. So that's okay. I do agree that theoretically, should Netty Week be in August because the Netty thing is Siri Play August? Yes, but you know, we didn't we didn't make it, so we'll let it. We'll we let we it didn't slide. make it, so we can make it Netty Week 2.0 in August. And you know what? We're just don't you dare! I don't need to. I don't Already. need two Netty Weeks. We'll make what it up We'll do like a Petty Month. Petty Month. Meet me behind <laughs> the wall. Actually, we're about to have a whole Pifey month, let's be real. So. Oh, yeah. Are, Thank you. August cannot be Netty Week because August is going to be Pifey month all month. All month. She's Cancel my plans She's in right. case you call. Living for the hope of it all, but then they're going to end of August. Meet me behind the piano. I actually think one car. of the best Pippy episodes we get is on my, like, for my birthday week. Hey, happy birthday. Happy birthday to Emily. Um, oh, I remembered one more housekeeping thing I didn't write down. Yes, mom. So last week we had a debate over what the cookie on Mr. Sweet's tea was <laughs> that uh, like Patricia put the kelp in between or whatever it was. Um, so I mistakenly called it a digestive biscuit or cookie. And I was corrected by one of my UK mutuals on Twitter slash um, Anubis Backwards listener. So Eddie was like, that is not a digestive. What did she determine it was? <laughs> We had a whole conversation about that. I said it was a jammy dodger. 
Yeah. Which she so. said was like an Oreo. Okay, so we open this episode with the iconic intro, and then Lena runs into the tunnel despite Sabuna telling her not to. She gets trapped in the tunnel and tries to look around using her phone flashlight. She sees a pair of glowing eyes on the wall and screams. So I was shocked. All caps lock. A phone? Question mark. Explanation point. I can't believe it. I'm proud of her. Me too. Nina yells for help and tells them that she thinks there's something in there. Alfie says they need a plan. Fabian figures out that she's trapped until the large spider is put in its place. He starts putting the spider in the hole as the eyes glow at Nina. Um, so this is just in regards to Nina yelling for help. Like, Nina, girl, they literally told you not to go through that door. Like, you gotta think about your consequences for a few seconds there, girl. You gotta live with them. Also, I know Sabuna doesn't have many brain cells, but... I thought it was very obvious that the spider goes in the spider-shaped hole and they had to have a whole conversation where they're like, I think we need to put the spider in the spider-shaped hole. That'll that'll save her. Yeah. And I was like, why didn't we do that in the first place, besties? Like, what are we doing? I thought that they, like, were in the tunnel with the spider knowing they're supposed to do that, but I guess not. Right? They panicked under pressure, apparently. Yeah. Okay, I understand. Like, I, I can't, you know, every time we criticize them, like, I'm not there in the moment. I get it, but... That just seemed obvious to me. I also still love the fact that Patricia and Amber did not have to participate in this task. No, they're just like, good job, guys. (laughs) Go team! Fabian finishes putting the spider in the indentation and all the wires that comprise the web retract. Amber, Alfie, and Patricia are excited. Um, I would like to know, did Robert, like, not think of the potential risks of the wires, like, potentially, like, flailing about and hitting someone? Oh, I didn't even think of that. That's a very good point. I was, like, really concerned. Like, I don't know where Alfie was standing when Fabian did the thing. But, like, if he was standing in the middle of the web, obviously, like, there's no way they would have just pulled smoothly in. That's true. They, like, would have gotten hit. You're right. Plot hole. Unless they somehow were no longer, like, toxic. Maybe. The door opens and Nina runs out, hugging Fabian. There's a tear in her eye. The rest of the Sabunas excitedly run over and stand next to them. I didn't take a note, but Fabina's hug in this scene was cute. It was cute. I should have taken a note, too, yeah. It was funny, though. The rest of them just, like, awkwardly, like, running over there all hype, but then, like, not getting in a group hug. I thought they were about to get in a group hug, but then they just, like, awkwardly stand back to Fabina. I thought the same thing. I was about to be like, friendship, but then like, I was like, oh, they're just gonna, they're just gonna watch Fabina and Nina, like, okay. Stand there and watch it. Amber would have killed Alfie and Patricia if she, they tried to start a group hug. That's fair. Like, let them have their moment, kids. She's like, my ship. <laughs> in her room, Mara is still researching Vera. She finds out that the addresses for Vera's references don't match. Joy is holding a pillow over her ears and groaning. I am Joy, whatever. Bretta and Laura up Nettie. Please make that into a meme. <laughs> oh my god. Happy Nettie week, guys. <laughs> That's the content we're going to be providing. This is anti-Nettie week. <laughs> we'll start we're actually gonna start a fandom war <laughs> me, me laura and the three other netty shippers versus the rest of the fandom mara finds the real address and says that she'll go tomorrow and see what they can remember about vera i don't know why but at some point during the scene i just had the comment mara is so smart so mara is so smart yes she is Joy tells Mara she should stop talking because she's not even listening. Mara says it doesn't add up. Joy says people aren't like some, so they don't have to add up and ask what Mara has against Vera. She smiles and makes nice cakes. Mara says that Vera isn't as nice as Joy thinks. Joy puts the pillow back over her head. 
I just wrote joy, and the joy was being funny. Uh, so she just straight up was like, yeah, I'm not listening to you. Haha. I know Mara is, like, right in all of her research. Like, everything she's finding out is true. But respect to Joy for trying to stop her, because we all know this is about to bite Mara in the ass, and Joy's the only one that's really like, hey, you should, like, maybe think about this before you, like, I don't know, do all this. So Joy's a good friend, even though she's being sassy. Mara is really doing the most. <laughs> Truly. The Sabunas walk into the tunnel that Nina was in and see a painting on the wall, which is what she saw. They agree that it's creepy, but Nina says it was way creepier when she could only see the eyes and thought it was alive. Alfie tells Nina the man up, but Patricia tells him to look behind him and he freaks out. I said, like, this joke is very 2012 feeling, but also I love them so much. They're my friends. Like, them all trolling each other. Besties. And I put in all caps, Patrelfi! I just lost it as soon as Alfie told Nina to man up. Like, that was hilarious. <laughs> they explore and find some chemicals and oils and bottles around it. Nina says the one bottle smells familiar and gives it a Fabian to sniff. She says it smells like Christmas. I said, and she said it smells like Christmas if that ain't me. I am a certified Christmas bitch. Brenna will confirm. Yes, confirmed. <laughs> Witnessed it firsthand. Me at the Christmas store while living my belt. You saw the Christmas store at Epcot, like we were in a totally different store, and then you realized it was a Christmas store, and you just like bolted. <laughs> me. Like Christmas, like Epcot candy, like we were in the Epcot trying to get like dessert, I think, and then I was like dessert, no Christmas. <laughs> get you someone who loves you as much as Laura loves Christmas. I know. Yep. I am a, also a Christmas baby, so I think that I was, I had to be obsessed with Christmas because otherwise I would hate my life being a Christmas baby. So like, I just have to embrace it. Alfie says he wasn't scared, he was just on high alert like they all should be. Patricia says whatever to him and points out the painting. Fabian recognizes that Sekhmet? How do they pronounce this? Sekhmet? That sounds right. Sekhmet, the goddess of medicine. Sure. They find holes in the wall by the painting, leading to a channel that goes to a sealed door. There are also empty tubes on the painting, leading to a mixing jar. They guess that the right combination of chemicals will unseal the door. I, once again, have no memory of this task. There's just, like, certain tasks I remember vividly and others, it's like they never happened. Okay, so this task is very short-lived. That's probably why. There's also, I make another, another reason why, probably why, later on the episode, but... I'm surprised because I remember the ping-pong stuff, which we'll get to later, but, like, that's just an iconic scene you think I remember the rest of the episode. True. I, well, the other thing is the ping-pong episodes last longer than this task does. Yeah, there, there's a <laughs> many ping-pong episodes... I think we literally have, like, two weeks of this task, and that's it. Yeah, I think you're right. As they start to head back upstairs, Nina finds a riddle written on the wall. The taste of the great bitter lake. She sees another that says, balm of the nomad. One that says, oil of the Egyptian wedding flower. And one that says, sweet scent of morning essence. Nina wants to stay there and solve them. Fabian says it's late, so they take pictures of them. Um, first and foremost, I heard the phrase, balm of the nomad, and was like, oh... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right, so, Robert. <laughs> you can't tell me Robert did not get high once in a while. Robert's high all the time. That's why he's on some like, weird bullshit. There was probably a tunnel that he was just growing. Honestly, it would make yeah. so much sense. <laughs> yeah. Um. So once again, they used their phones and took pictures of the clues. This episode really is House of Geniuses. And to that, I responded with phone with like six question marks. <laughs> I'm so proud of them, like continuously proud of them. 
Also, why do all these little clues sound like Bath and Body Works? They do. <laughs> like, the- bomb of the uh, nomad. The House of Anubis, Bath and Body Works collection. Like, Great Bitter Lake. Tell me that wouldn't be a candle. Honestly. Maybe Bitter wouldn't be. I don't know. Morning Essence. Sweet scent of morning essence. Like, that would be a Bath and Body Works candle. Okay, you know what they would be? They would be a collection for men specifically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> be the men's Where collection. <laughs> is our House of Anubis candle collection? Morning Essence. Bacon. <laughs> Bath and Body Works sponsor sponsor us. I think it was morning, like morning, like sad. Bath and Body Works, please. I bought a hand sanitizer. It's a sad morning, not like morning. Wake up in the morning. Oh, it is. I, no, 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 Laura. There's a plot twist in that. It is morning, really? like morning, like breakfast. Okay, well, I don't remember the this. clues about cinnamon. I remember this. that. So yeah. Well, spoilers for a show that came out ten years ago. Spoilers! Sorry, besties. God, Emily, how, you're spoiling this show. I've seen like twelve times. How dare you? It is spelt morning like sad, but it's like play on words. I love that for them. I didn't remember <laughs> that. Yeah, I need the House of Moves candle collection. Um, besties, I'm sorry if I spoiled this for you. It's fine. It's been like ten years. I should remember this. Coming soon to our merch shop. If Just... we could make candles, that would slap. We could get Grace to help us. Grace, Grace makes candles. Make candles Grace makes candles. Oh my god, Grace! Yeah. Or what's help us make candles? sweet morning essence. I I think making candles is really easy. Yeah, I feel like if we learned how to make candles, we could make them. I could make a netty candle and it just smells like apple pie. <laughs> it's called the ne- Adorable. America. So yeah, um, tweet us or DM us if you would buy a House of Anubis candle. Yeah, and let us know what scents you want. Do you want, like, chocolate cake scented? Yeah. Do you want, like, m- these muffins smell great and so do I scented candles? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I need that so bad. What would it smell like? Muffins and like cologne? Yeah. And we need like a spaghetti hoagie oh one. God, so it, yeah. smells- <laughs> it smells like an Italian restaurant. Yeah. Not spaghetti, just an Italian restaurant. At the school, Mr. Sweet shows Alfie and Jerome a video of their competition in the ping pong match. They're shocked at how good they are. Mr. Sweet tells them the match is in three days. The ping pong video that the other school did was so extra. And for what reason? Right? It was so dramatic. It's just a ping pong competition. I mean, you've met, you've, we've seen Mr. Sweet and how excited he is for this, but like, besties, you need to go. And I don't think this was just for the competition. I think this is just like that school and hyping up their ping pong team. And I don't understand for why. They love their ping pong team, their ping pong champ. I mean, I guess. Then Mr. Sweet reminds them that if they lose, the school sporting tradition, which is already in tatters, will be destroyed forever but tells them to have fun Alfie thinks being together and saving the honor of the school will be awesome but jerome is stressed and wonders what he's done um so mick apparently did nothing for the school sporting tradition it's all dependent on ping pong those other sports don't matter this is why the man moved to australia honestly i can't even blame him like they were stifling his potential clearly <laughs> you know what they should let him play ping pong yeah him and Amber! Oh God, he, and Amber he and Amber would have won back oh. that trophy like that! I mean, I love Jamber ping pong, but like McBur ping pong would have been great too. Ugh, not fair. Why'd they write him out? Okay. So, I just think it would have been really funny if Eddie just randomly barged into the office or at some point during the scene. Yeah. Oh, that would be really funny. They're just like, what are you doing here? He would have just been like, Eric! And then he's, he's drumming Elfie, and then he's just like, bye! 
And Jerome and Alfie are just impressed that he called their headmaster Al- and, like, by his first name. Joel, which is about to be what he's about to get called out <laughs> yes. for in the next <laughs> That's why I think it would have yeah. been even funnier. He could have been barging in there to be like, Dad, they're being mean to me because you're nice to me. Stop. <laughs> Stop being nice. You need to me. Except for, like, not like that. Please treat me like any of your other students so I can impress the ladies. In the hall, Patricia and Eddie look at each other from their lockers. Eddie expects Patricia to prank him and starts guessing some pranks that she probably played on his locker, but she hasn't. Hold on, I know I have notes. Let me get downstairs. This is my best Emily impression. <clears throat> Them. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, them. <laughs> she really hit the nail on the head there. Hold on, my enchiladas are actually done. Okay, so Eddie is surprised in, uh, she, Patricia says she doesn't play games with the teacher's pet. He questions what she means and she says that he owned up to the eyeball prank and Sweetie let him off. She says it's pretty easy being the bad boy when the teacher's your BFF and he says that they are not friends. She says it's adorable that he believes that and he says she'll see how adorable he is when he proves her wrong. She scoffs and walks off. And he sadly goes back to his locker. I said, when did we go from BFF to besties? So true, besties. So true. So true, besties. besties. <laughs> I put Patricia, leave him alone. It's not his fault with some sad faces. And then I put Eddie saying, sweetie and I are not friends with some sad faces. Because my boy has daddy issues. Yeah. Eddie literally has it so bad for Patricia. Thank you. Good night. Yeah, the scene, I feel bad because, like, Patricia's right. Yeah. But also, poor Eddie, like... In the lounge, the Sabunas are looking at the photos on an iPad. Fabian figures out saltwater is one of the first ingredients since the Great Bitter Lake is a real saltwater lake in Egypt. So they use phones multiple times and now an iPad? Are they okay? I somehow missed them using the phones in the tunnel, so this was the first moment I realized they'd been using their phones, and I was like, oh my god, they took pictures. Good job, guys. <laughs> We're so impressed when they do like the thing that would be logical for them to do all the time because they never do it. I know. This, this cancels out them not putting the spider in the hole. Yeah, so, the, like, they didn't them. remember to put the spider in the hole, but they did know that phones exist, and apparently they have an iPad. I'm proud of them for being smart for I like know. 12 seconds. Then, Patricia says that salt is sodium chloride because she knows this because Mr. Sweet made her copy the periodic table a hundred times. <laughs> Alfie starts playing ping pong behind them. Copying the periodic table wouldn't allow you to know that sodium chloride is salt because sodium chloride isn't an element. Sodium and chloride are separate elements. Just saying, Patricia. Okay. <laughs> Maybe she had like sit in the room with Mr. Sweet while he was like doing classwork and he kept talking about stuff like that and then she just retained it from listening. Cause, yeah, because she really said she learned that from like copying the periodic table. She would just learn like the periodic elements that are involved in sodium chloride. <laughs> but good for Patricia. Um... So then Alfie suggests they get samples for the tunnels and identify them in the chemistry lab. They're all impressed, especially Fabian, since Alfie came up with the idea while bouncing the ping pong ball badly. I don't know what they- I wrote they literally are so funny. (laughs) Alfie big brain for a moment. Like, he went big brain time, and I'm proud of him. Mara's at one of the places where Vera says she works, but a groundskeeper there says that the man Vera listed as a contact has been dead for 20 years. Um... So, as he tells her this, like, Mara walks away and starts talking to her voice recorder, like, saying, like, oh, Vera is, like, lying, blah, 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 I'm gonna take her down. And the guy hears her, like, talking to herself, and his face is so funny. (laughs) As it should be, because she's been doing this talking to herself thing a lot. 
At the house, Victor says he's going to check the latest section of the tunnels. Vera tells Victor to look, but not to touch, and let the kids do the work. She tells him not to take any risk, and he says, yes, Vera. Then Kara watches from the stairs as he enters the cellar. In the tunnels, Victor begins to figure out the ingredients, and Kara watches him. So now, this is why I don't remember this task, because I'm pretty sure Victor does it, so... It's not important. I mean, it's important. It's, a, it's All the tasks are important, but this one's, like, yeah. less important. Nina is having a dream that she's in the library reading a book about Sankara. Nina tells her that she knows her name and that she's the Forgotten Ruler. Sankara says that she's forgotten by history, but her enemies will never forget her. Sankara tells Nina to watch the timepiece, and time is slipping away from her, and warns her that the raven is watching her. I love that line, my enemies would never forget me. <laughs> like, what a badass. Same <laughs> she's such bitch. a villain. Like, me too. My enemies are never going to forget me. And I have a lot of enemies. <laughs> Nina says, the raven? But then realizes that it's Victor. She gets flashes of Victor in the tunnels, excited to be figuring out the ingredients. Nina says, but it can't be. Dun, dun, dun. And that is the middle half of our episode. Now for a little word for our sponsor slash, we're just going to tell you about our Patreon, honestly. We're back! At school, Jerome is handing out flyers and telling people there will be ping-pong trials at lunchtime. Mr. Sweet watches. When he hands one to Eddie, Alfie looks up and Eddie asks what it is. Jerome tells him ping-pong trials this lunchtime in a hushed tone, pointing at the words. Alfie asks what that was about ping-pong, and Jerome says he was just shooting the breeze with good old Eddie out and says, right, Eddie? Eddie says, sure, looking annoyed. Fagin is looking at bottles of chemicals. Nina walks up to him and asks if there's the samples from the tunnels. He says yes, and that they already have sodium chloride, and that Mara helped him run a Zimmerman test on one of the samples, which was great, because he doesn't know what that means. Nina asks if Mara questions it, and he says she was just happy to run one. Mavian? Off-screen Mavian? Mavian? Mara helped him run the test? Like, where is our deleted scene? I need this. Honestly. Like, does this count as an interaction for them? Yes. They didn't actually interact that we saw, but apparently they did interact off screen. Like, that's very specific. That's like calling out that they hung out one on one. Like, I, I count it. Maybe I'm counting it too. I'm just shocked. Maybe in crumbs. So cute. Look at them doing science experiments together. Like, this is. Wow. Um, I also Googled what this Zimmerman test was, and I couldn't figure it out either, Fabian. So. <laughs> all, like, all I gathered was that they use it in drug testing. It's a test. That my bestie, Jack Zimmerman, uses to play hockey, duh. Uh, anyway, this was like the highlight of the episode. He says that it turns out it was ferula oil and that in ancient mythology, Prometheus stole fire from the gods and gave it to mankind smuggled in the stem of ferula. She says that it must be the fire of Prometheus from the riddles, so they have two of the right chemicals. Alfie mixes two chemicals, despite Mars scolding that he shouldn't do that if he doesn't know what they are. He says he does know what they are, stinky green and lumpy orange. David asks him what he's doing, and he says he's experimenting. The chemicals create fumes, and everyone starts coughing. Mr. Sweet tells him to stop, but it's too late. Victor runs in and asks what's going on. Mr. Sweet says he has everything under control, but Victor says he begs to differ in that Mr. Sweet has a class full of dunces who should not be interfering in things they do not understand. <laughs> <laughs> Fabian says it seems like Victor came in too quickly. Nina mentions her dream, and he and Nina realize that Victor's been watching them. They decide that they should watch Victor. I'm glad they picked up on this, because I was about to make the same comment that, like, Victor came in too quickly, but then I was like, oh, it was on purpose. Okay. Yeah, he was like, yo. Um, Alvin then says that it was awesome sauce, and if he was a crazy mad scientist, he could do this for a living. He says, right, Mara? And Mara shakes her head no. 
awesome sauce. Also, the Mara Alfie awesome dynamic, sauce. very fun and chaotic. Awesome sauce is so 2012. Like, what's the 2021 equivalent of that? If Besties is the new BFF, sick. What's the new no, awesome it's sauce? Not sick. It slaps. Kids these days don't say it slaps, right? What do they say? Slaps. Is it they say it slaps? <laughs> or I or like I someone on TikTok said like that's gas now. Like that's a stupid phrase. That's gas. Like it's a gas. Like is this the 1950s? <laughs> I don't know. I'm. I'm. I probably sound so old. Like I think the kids are saying this. No. Gen Z, help me. We're washed up millennials. I think the only phrase we know is "bestie." I still say it slaps. So don't ask me. I still say I still say things are lit. Like, which is why I don't. We just for a second. Can we just for a second acknowledge that Tazy and Alex were like biffles, offset? Like offset. And this is, like, the only time they interact. I know. That's why I think I was like, oh, I love Mara and Alfie. We love Talix, actually. True. There is a Talix photo on Mara's wall. And I, it's so funny to me because, like, they don't interact in the show. They let them hang up, like, literally all their personal photos. But, like, if you actually look at any of their walls, it's, like, these random people that you've never seen these people interact with in their entire lives. But it's fun. Maybe they're their friends from home. Who knows? Yeah, are we trying to pretend any of them have friends from home? Am I, I really guess. That... Actually, I think if we look close enough, there might be straight up a picture of um. I gotta look closer when they're in Patricia Joy and Mara's room because I'm pretty sure there is a picture of Jade, Nikita, and one of their other friends on her oh, wall. <laughs> if there's a picture of Nikita on the wall, how did nobody know Piper existed? <laughs> Nobody's paying attention. Look at Patricia's no wall. No brain cells. We got pictures of her twin. No brain cells. Oh, I, well, now I don't remember because it could have just been in like season three, too. Maybe. If oh, anyone possible. spots it before Piper shows up, please let us know because that would be really funny. That would be hilarious. I will look for it. And then Jerome just has pictures of himself. <laughs> she does! I mean, Jerome also had a secret sister. I was going to say, you think they'd make like Jerome and Francis or Eugene and Francis take like candid photos together? Yeah, like after Poppy shows up, like, no, I'm gonna, I guess, acknowledge her existence. Maybe they just don't have a lot of pictures together because they've both been in boarding school their entire lives. Maybe. Vera goes to Victor's office where he's doing research. He tries to deflect it by calling it light reading, but she realizes that he wants to complete the task at hand. She tells him not to, but he's determined to anyway. He says they'll have no gain if they fail, especially since they have Alfie, who might blow up the tunnel. (laughs) Mara then shows Mrs. Andrews her article about Vera. Mrs. Andrews tells Mara it's very impressive work and she always saw Vera's resume was a little casual with the truth. Mara says it's more than casual. Everyone Vera mentions either dead, doesn't exist, or refuses to talk about her and Vera isn't who she says she is. Mara hands Mrs. Andrews a flash drive saying her expose is on there and says she wants it to be public. Mrs. Andrews says she only asks for a gentle profile. Mara says that the world must know who Vera is. Oh, the world must know what Vera is like, so Mrs. Andrew says she'll speak with Mr. Sweet to make sure it's alright. The article cannot be printed until then. Mara says that old news is no news. Outside, Patricia tells Joy that Eddie practically begged her to prank him. Joy says, obviously he wants her to prank him, he likes the attention, and it shows that Patricia cares. Patricia says it's pretty messed up. Joy says that they both know the ground rules, what's the problem? Patricia says Eddie gets to her and knows she likes him, and he knows it makes her weak. I said... 
Patricia, that makes me so sad that, like, I mean, like, I get it, because she's just, like, afraid of, like, kind of letting her guard down, but it makes me sad that she, like, I don't know, that she, like, says it's making her weak because he knows that she likes her. Also, irrelevant to me being sad, but I, I like that they're, I know that they used this set again, like, the outside set, but, like, whenever they're, like, in a different set than normal, they're, like, at a bench outside, which is we love a change of scenery. Um, I also put Patricia in some fr- a frowny face. And then I said, listeners, guys, not to be serious with you for a second, but emotions do not make you weak. Coming from, your, coming from your resident mom who doesn't like to show emotions, they do not make you weak. I think I called myself a resident mom. I'm the resident mom friend. <laughs> I should clarify. <laughs> you guys are both I'm mom. Not Emily is not actually a mom. <laughs> Only an animal mom. I do refer to my two cats as my sons. <laughs> I am actually Max's mother, though. His mom abandoned him right before he learned how to be a cat, so he just kind of vibes and Aww. follows me everywhere. I just put my Trisha friendship, because I feel like we don't get a lot of moments between them anymore, which is sad. Um, and I just was thinking, like, obviously I feel bad for Patricia, because she's, like, working through her feelings and trying to, like, I don't know, date Eddie and confront that but also this must be so frustrating for joy because she's trying so hard to chase fabian and she's like putting everything out there and like have to watch patricia who like could have eddie whenever she's ready and she's like not doing that that's got to be really frustrating but she's still being a good friend so love this scene also is this just like the bench of emotions is this not the same like is this where joy runs out crying later no it's the wall it's yeah. the wall. She cries to a wall. There, she's by the wall, but I think it's like in the same general vicinity. Yes. All of our feels out behind this wall. <laughs> <laughs> this is the feelings wall. Joy says that Patricia having feelings makes her human and says that try oh, and then she says try chasing a boy who's still crazy about the girl he broke up with. Patricia asks her if she's gonna give up and she says not yet. She asks you and Patricia looks pensive. Alfie walks into the lounge during ping pong trials and realizes that Jerome is looking for a new partner. Jerome denies it, but Alfie sees a poster of Jerome saying, be my ping pong partner. Alfie gets angry because Jerome gave him his word. Jerome tells him that he's looking out because of the competition, and Alfie should show everyone how it's done. When Alfie tries out, all the other people leave, so Alfie and Jerome try practicing. When the ball goes towards Amber, who is reading a magazine, she knocks it away with her hairbrush. Uh, Jerome asks her how she did that, and she says, did what? Jerome hits the ball back at her, and she does it again. Jerome begs her to help him. At first, she says no, because she got sick of ping pong when she was under 13, county ping pong champion. Alfie and Jerome are shocked, and she says she was champion three years running. Amber, queen of niche sports. <laughs> um, I love her, your honor. And I just love that they gave Amber's character so much, like, depth, because, like, we essentially, the more we learn about her, the more we find out she was kind of, like, a nerd- quote yeah. unquote as a child like even though she's like the pretty popular girl in high school like she obviously wasn't always like that and i think that's really cool it's like fun learning about her backstory yeah jerome tries to beg amber again and she says no he says for the fame fortune immortality then says it's none of those things but he will make sure that she gets to wear a really cute outfit she says that she insists that he leave the outfits to her he agrees then ask if she'll do it, and she nods, going back to the magazine and brushing her hair. I just said, I love them. Jamber, this episode and about to be coming up with this ping pong plot. They're so good. I just, oh, I can't wait. 
Meanwhile, Fabian see Victor go into the cellar, so they do too. They see him experimenting and wonder what he's doing. Fabian is unsure that he's working on the task since he doesn't have an amulet. Mina says Victor plus cellar usually equals bad news. Nina wonders if he's brewing elixir. Fabian says, oh, again? Good. Nina says, that's not good. I said, what? Fabian? LOL. Maybe he just thinks it'd be good for Victor to be doing anything other than the task. Or was that him being sassy? I don't know. Um, but I just thought of something. So obviously, like, Victor is going to do the task. But what about AU, where Victor can't get into the tunnel, so he can't help them with this task? And they're like, how the heck are we going to do this chemistry task? And then suddenly Fabian's like, wait a second, I just did chemistry with Mara, and this is how we get Mara and Sabuna. Mara helps him do the chemistry task. Okay, except for they blindfold Mara because she can't actually know. Oh my god, yeah, what if they had this? And Mara, queen, somehow does chemistry in the cellar blindfolded. That would have been so funny. I need it. Um... So now they're at what I'm assuming is a newspaper meeting at school. Eddie calls Patricia a goody two-shoes with sprinkles on top because when she's not in school, she spends her free time blogging about it. She asks if he's there to contribute or waiting for his teacher buddies to clock out. Amber says that they should get out of there before they run out of mean things to say to each other and pulls Patricia away. I said tag yourself, I'm Amber, but also let's be real, I'm Patricia and Eddie's like joking, roasting, us flirting. This is the only <laughs> way I know how to flirt. Um, this line lives rent-free in my head though because I just remember all of us on Tumblr quoting this over and over again like the when you're not in school you spend your free time blogging about it like we were all like oh my god Eddie just roasted the entire house when he was Tumblr fandom because <laughs> like, that was literally our lives we'd like go to school come home watch house Vanubis and blog about it repeat five times a week <laughs> I love this though because Eddie you were also in the school newspaper and I know it was your punishment but sir True. sir Look in a mirror for five seconds. True. Eddie starts talking to Mara. Okay, so Amber and Patricia leave. And then Eddie starts talking to Mara about how boring all of their articles are. Mara tells Eddie that she does have a good scoop, but cannot post it because Mrs. Andrews told her not to. Eddie gets her to upload it to the website, and he goes her to push the button that will make it go live. Um, ah, I love Mara and Eddie, my ghost hunting besties. I just love their friendship. They're so good. And like, I mean, if they had ever tried to push it, into a direction of a relationship, I probably would have shipped it. But I'm like, I'm glad they didn't. Because they're just, they're good friends. You know, I won't even fight her on that one. I'll let her have that one. They have good chemistry. Like, they even do. just as friends. So, like, if they if they tried to push the relationship thing, I think it would have worked. We were robbed of Mara Eddie content in season three. Um, their friendship in season two. Iconic. Amazing. Showstopping. Sorry, Eddie it, just it, had it, to be the I in. personally think it would have been really funny if Mara and Eddie fake dated. Oh my god, that would have been hilarious. That would have been good. Oh my Instead god, of Jerome. Show fake date, and then Mara and Eddie just fake to get back at them. Meanwhile, Katie's oh, background like, no, everyone, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> and he's like all upset, and he's like, I'm gonna go as Mara on a date. And Mara's like, <laughs> Mara like, is still mad at Jerome, and like, is like, yeah, sure, Eddie, I'd love to, right in front of Jerome. And Jerome's just like, what? Love that. And the Patricia's also there like, Jerome, when are we going on our next date? And it's just pure chaos because they're all just doing it all. It's like, Mara and Patricia are the ones doing it mainly out of spite. Yeah. Jerome knows what Patricia's up to. She doesn't really know what Eddie's up to. Kind of afraid to ask. I love that concept. Someone write a pick. <laughs> um. So whoever wrote this episode, I'd like to thank them. I should look up who wrote this episode so I can officially thank them by name. But... 
They gave us many fun, underrated dynamics, and for that, I thank them. We got Mara Eddie, amazing. We got Mara and Alfie, amazing. We got Jamber, amazing. We even got a little bit of Amber and Eddie when, like, in this scene, and also when they're in the um, science lab, they were sitting next to each other, and I was like, wow, I kind of love the Amber-Eddie dynamic, but we don't get it off. So, like, we got some dynamics that we don't normally get, and I was having a fantastic and time. And they used their phones. Oh, yeah, they did. Wait, who wrote this episode? Let me see. I have the wiki of. Yeah, like, I know this was a filler episode, but I just had a really great time with it. This was just really fun. Okay, so this was written by Paul Gerstenberger. Paul Gerstenberger? Um, if you're listening, I doubt you are, but thank you. Our bestie. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Paul, you're our bestie. Yeah. Okay, so that is the end of our episode so now for brain cell of the week i said that they were all smart this week and remember to use their phones yeah honestly good for them i'd like to give it give alfie a bonus point though for the whole like tested in the chemistry lab thing yeah I think that works for it. me go alfie so for the ship of the week i said jamber maybe in I would want to give it to Mabian because like they don't really get many moments. Yeah. We're gonna have a ton of jamber, yeah, and like that, I didn't, I did not remember this Mabian moment, so I was very excited. You love the off-screen. I would agree Mabian. with Mabian. All right, what are we doing for the game today? Okay, are we doing a ship it or rip it, and then pick a random song? Or are we doing? I like the the whole like we shuffle our music and then pick a ship. We're just gonna have to only do it with our own music because like we don't all know every single song each other knows. That works. I mean, though, if we do know songs other people have, we can suggest. Should we each do, like, three songs? Yeah, so I'll just, like, shuffle my music, and then, like, we'll go in order, but we'll each do three. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna go... We can make it a a short game. Okay, so I'm gonna shuffle my like songs on Spotify. Okay, I'm gonna shuffle again, because I did it. I'm crying. My first song is Hater Delilah. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. I love the plain white tees. Like, legitimately, I love the plain white tees. Hey there, Delilah, by the plain white tees. I'm gonna say Angie. Because, hey there, Delilah, what's it like in New York City? I'm a thousand miles away, but girl, tonight you look so pretty. I'm going to see them for Angie. Okay, so I got Moral of the Story by Ash featuring Niall Horan. I try to remember the words to this one. Is that the one that's like the end is better for me? It's like, like some people itself. fall in love yeah. with the wrong people sometimes. Some mistakes can be. I did see, I kind of associate this with Fabian and Nina because someone did an edit to it on TikTok with Fabian Ooh. and Nina. Yeah, that actually could work for them. Like some mistakes get made. That's all right. That's okay. When you think that you're in love and you're really yeah. just in something. You're I in always pain. thought you said pain, but maybe that's wrong. <laughs> I think it's what you're in pain. In the end, it's better for me. That's the moral of the story. Yeah, we'll go Fabina for that. I agree. I got Killing Boys by Halsey, and let me tell you. Thank you, 2020 me, who has still glommed onto four songs from Maniac, and this being one of them, that I still really enjoy. And for that, I think I'm going to have to go with Patricia. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, that's Jerome. That's Jerome, <laughs> exactly. Alright, so now it's, does Laura go again? Yes. Okay, next is Walking the Wire by Imagine Dragons. Um, I don't fully remember all the lyrics, but it is kind of a bop. All I remember is we're walking the wire, we couldn't be higher. 
Um, what if it's li literally just Sabuna trying to cross the castle? <laughs> and trying to get through the webs. <laughs> I think it's about a stressful relationship, so like maybe less like any of the people, honestly. They all have stressful it's relationships. No, just so Sabuna is crossing the castle. Okay, I got a Hamilton song. We're going to skip to the next one. Okay, sorry, I don't know what that is. Okay, there's one I know. Okay. Eraser by Ed Sheeran. <laughs> oh, a throwback. Well, well. I like, remember the lyrics. Oh, I was like, the longer you remember the lyrics, the like, sooner all the music I was trying to download will download. Oh, I have Olivia Rodrigo one here. I'm skipping her if she comes. Because we did oh, this. We did that. Uh, maybe this could be like Jabian, because it's like. I'm happy on my own, so here I'll stay. Save your love and arms for a rainy day, and I'll find comfort in my pain eraser. Love that. Yeah, we're gonna say joy, specifically about the JBN situation. I support it. Okay. One, two, three, shuffle. I got Taylor Swift, and it was fearless. But we're skipping that, because, you know. We already did fearless. Last one standing. Tell me why I keep getting the, like, girl power anthems. Last one standing. Um, So basically, like, Lyrically, it's about a girl who's, like, the only one not in a relationship, the only one who doesn't really want to grow up and, like, you know, all that type of stuff. And uh, once again, I'm gonna say Patricia. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's on this episode. Um, let's see. What's my third song? I forgot that you existed by Taylor Swift. Should we just skip anything, Taylor? Did, we'll, we like, already yeah, did this, right? <laughs> yeah. If we I think we'll we should skip Taylor. Mr. Right by the wa a Rocket to the Moon. I don't remember what the song is, so I'm gonna skip it. My girlfriend's got a boyfriend funny. He doesn't oh, make a song all day. Oh, it's and the that song, Emily? Okay, I didn't know it by the title, but I know it by the name it. So we are. Okay, I'm I sorry. Song, actually. Okay, so it's my boyfriend's got a girlfriend funny. What? Wait, what? <laughs> it's. <laughs> my it Got a boyfriend. Mar Mara and funny. Jerome, right? He doesn't Honestly, make a dime all day. It is Mara Jerome and Mick. <laughs> it is Mara Jerome and Mick. <laughs> I love how I just really went in on that song. Guess what I got next? <laughs> what did you get? <laughs> Emily, you're good. This is gonna just like validate you so much. I got a Mamma Mia 2 song. <laughs> Waterloo. Waterloo. Uh, this is a cute like love song maybe like Walfie. oh that's cute it's like fun I like, couldn't escape if I wanted to Waterloo finally you facing know. my Waterloo I'm gonna look at the lyrics <laughs> this is the kind of song like I sing all the lyrics but I don't really pay attention to what I'm singing I'm just like kind of vibing knowing my fate is to be with you yeah I'm gonna say this is Walfie. alright besties my last song is Break My Own by Taylor Bickett and that would be a Patty song because it's um about a girl who doesn't like like is afraid of getting her heart broken, so instead of letting herself get her heart broken, she breaks her own heart well, by being the dumper. Ouch. And I need you to know that before this one, I got the mob song from High School Musical Musical <laughs> Series. Uh, it's just our bestie, EJ. Who didn't get to sing? Who didn't even, it's a guest song song! I'm gonna stop, they didn't even get to sing! I'm gonna level up when he fi we finally, when he finally sings Gaston, I'm poor, I will know peace again. It's gonna be amazing. Him and Big Red, like... So, this is editing me here to say some very important news that as of the time that you're listening to this episode, you will be able to watch 
uh, our bestie EJ and our other bestie Big Red sing Gaston on High School Musical, the musical, the series on today's episode. So that's very exciting. Go do that after you listen to this podcast. They've released a sneak peek and it looks so fun already. I'm very excited. We were all screaming in the group chat. Yeah, go do that. Hold on. I just wanted to know if I got the lyrics right. I do know this song. I was wondering what this song was, but I must have liked it in like 2012. Also, oh. I looked at the lyrics, and one of the lyrics is, You could be the best for me when I'm the worst for you, which is very Jerome. <laughs> okay, um, thank you everyone for listening. Please um, follow us on social media, on Twitter at Anubis Podcast, on Instagram at Anubis Backwards Pod, TikTok Anubis Backwards Pod, our Tumblr is also Anubis Backwards Pod. Yeah. Anubis Backwards Pod on Tumblr. Someone already has Anubis Backwards, so don't be confused. Um, so Anubis Backwards Pod everywhere, so for Twitter and which we are at Anubis Podcast. Email us at anubisbackwardspod at gmail.com. Go to anchor.fm slash backwards if you want to send us some voice memos. And Please leave us voice memos. It makes me so happy. They do. They do. If you do, we will include you Please. in an episode. And um, thank you for listening. Um, we will see you next week. Bye, guys. There's so much I wanted to say. The way I see it, is there anyone there? Hey, Siri, play Mr. Right by Rock to the Moon. Bye! I don't even know this song. <laughs> At some point, you can add up the soul, brother. <laughs> no, I just can't. <laughs>